I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. What's up, guys? Kyle Mylan here, and in this episode, we're going to talk about content marketing for industrial companies. Whether you're listening to this on the podcast or watching it on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Make sure you have notifications turned on, and if you get value out of this, share it with one person that you know help support me and everything that we're trying to do here at MFG Tribe. Content marketing for industrial companies. I have created so many videos and so much content around exactly how to do it. Over the last couple of years, not much has changed, but we're looking at 2021. How should you plan out your content? You're hitting those roadblocks. So many times I get comments into the videos, on the podcast, through LinkedIn, like, where do you even start? I've, I've done a couple pieces of content. I can't figure out anything else. Or at the agency, MFG Tribe, potential new customers are like, how could you even write 12 articles in the next four months? How do you even have topics for that? How can you shoot 24 videos, 48 videos a year for us with topics? I don't even think that we have that many. And the reason is because that a lot of times people are too involved in the business and they can't take a step back or they don't have this, have the knowledge of exactly how to do it. So in this video, I'm going to explain our process that we use at MFG Tribe, the stuff that we do to create these videos for you, exactly how we plan things out, and hopefully you get some value out of it. So step number one is going to be looking at it from two standpoints of you're either creating written content or you're creating video content. Now, the market is still roughly split 50-50. Maybe it's leaning a little bit toward, more towards video in the 60% of people that prefer one thing over the other. Half the market still wants to read, half the market wants to watch videos. From a algorithm standpoint on social, videos are getting more love. On Google search results, videos can appear above written content. That's been happening for about the last one to two years. It's taken up priority because the algorithms say what's getting more engagement, what's getting more likes. The algorithm then says this is getting more engagement. We need to push that harder. And then that's what ends up happening. So first thing we do is look at video and video and written, and we need to break it into two, those two main categories. The next second step is going to be figuring out what is the title. So there's two ways to think about this. Either one, you're going to appease Google search. So you can use tools like SEMrush or Ahrefs or things like that that will tell you how many people are searching for something or you can just go into Google. You won't know search volume, but you can start typing something into Google. The suggested searches that pop up will tell you that there's people that are searching for that. So you either need to put it in a bucket of appeasing Google and there's people that are searching for this, even if it is somewhat stupid, even if it is somewhat lower down on the list, that you that you may think to yourself, nobody would ever want to read this or watch this because it's going to provide you with no, them with no value. You have to remove yourself from it and say, a lot of people are searching for this. Is it going to provide value to an engineer that is the director of engineering that knows all about the difference between a hydraulic pump and a servo pump or a hydraulic motor and a servo motor? No, it's not going to be some eye-opening piece of content for them, but I bet they have people that work for them, and if you write it correctly, that would get value out of it. Or maybe that director of engineering would get one little piece of information if he reads the whole thing or watches the whole video. So you have to kind of remove yourself into it from the standpoint of, I don't think people are going to watch this. I don't think people are going to read this. Go to search. 
We've got tools as a marketing agency that we use um, with SEMrush and Ahrefs and things like that um, and Surfer SEO. And we, we can do all the research to figure out what are the content topics. You can do that yourself even if you don't have a license. If you are going to go after a license, just do a Google, Google search and figure out who are the best SEO companies for, for content ideas. We like SEMrush. So that's one bucket is, is the search and the volume of search. It's telling you people are looking for this content. And if you write it correctly, if you produce a video correctly, then you can rank higher than the people that are ranking for other search phrases that are related. The other side of it is, is it going to provide value? Maybe it's something, especially in industrial, we deal with this all the time. People think, oh, CNC machine shop, there's 14 million searches a month, or this other service that we do, there's tons of searches a month. But in reality, there's only maybe 150 or 420 or 1,000 searches. Everything's lower down in industrial. So the search volumes are lower. There's less people looking for things. And when it comes to providing value, it may not be something that people are searching for, but you know that this piece of content, this topic, this title is going to provide somebody with some piece of value. It's something that you can send to somebody and whether they love it or get value out of it or maybe a little bit of value or they send it to somebody else and they get a lot of value out of it, it falls into that category. So you've got Google search and then you've got just a value piece of content. Once you figure out those, those two first two steps, the third step is going to be creating the piece of content. From a written standpoint, if you can hire an agency to do your content marketing for you for the writing aspect, do that. If you got people internally that can do it, then do that. But you have to plan out a couple months of content and with the titles and the publishing dates and things like that. So here at the agency, we plan out three months of content. Typically, we're writing anywhere from two to four articles for each client per month. We've been doing this for years. We've got a team that works for us that is very good at what they do. We're strategic with how we do it, and it's extremely efficient. You have to plan it out because the worst thing is creating one piece of content and then going crickets for the next three weeks, three months. And then another piece of content, you're not telling Google anything. You're not telling Google you're a subject matter expert. So if you understand those concepts that you have to plan out your content strategy, use the tools to figure out the topics. Now we look at how do you take one piece of content and break it into multiple pieces of content. So let's start with an article. You can write an article. It needs to be a thousand to fifteen hundred words. Pay somebody to write it for you. Hire an agency to write it for you. Whatever it is. You can then take little pieces of that article and you can take a paragraph or a couple sentences and use it as a post on LinkedIn. You can use a couple paragraphs from it and use it as um, a spot on your website to fill in some content. You can use it as a teaser piece for that article. Okay, so you once you have a piece of content, whether it's video or written, especially if it's written, you can just chop that article up and just pull things that can stand on their own and share them out there. Send them through email, put them on your website, share them on LinkedIn, use them as the intro post for the article link on LinkedIn, use them as a personal post. If you work for a company, they're writing content and you're sharing that content, pull a couple paragraphs out and just put it as a post and use the appropriate hashtags on LinkedIn and post it. And you'll get a ton of engagement on it. You don't have to always start from scratch and reinvent the wheel. You've already got a piece of content. That's how we're chopping it up. On video is the same principle. So example over here, we shot a video for one of our clients. It was part of a set of videos and it's a five minute long video talking about one of their services. Now, once you have that video, we then, 
as part of our program that we do for clients, we chop that video up into what we call micro content pieces. So you can take a five minute long YouTube video, break it into one or two short minute to minute and a half pieces of content that is in a different type of frame where it's meant for social and it's meant to be shared and adding the subtitles. But that's all, that's one piece of content that we've chopped into now two. If you create two micro pieces of content, you can then put that as three pieces of content. From there, you can take that, that video, if it's something like what we do, where it's an educational video, you can take that video and you can then turn that into an article. So now you're taking one video, you're gonna chop it into two smaller videos as teasers to get people to click and watch the full video or click to go to your website to learn more about what you do. And then if it's, if it's not just a promotion of your service type of video, if it's a different type of video where it's somewhat educational, then you can take that, transcribe it into an article, add some things to it, shift some things around. Now you've got another piece of content. Now we're at four. You, you have to put that video on YouTube to host it. There's another place that people can get it. Then you can put it onto your website. You can put it as a YouTube link with a thumbnail or you can embed it into the background. You can take little snippets of that piece. You can take a long video and take 15 seconds and then upload that into LinkedIn and use it as a post. I mean, literally it goes on and on and on. Once you have the piece of content, it's all about multiplying. You did the effort. And for some companies, it's a lot of effort because they don't have somebody that's doing it for them. So it's a lot of effort and they have to go through it and spend all the time and resources to do it. So then now you want to get as much value as possible out of it. So like the example that we showed, you take a video, you turn it into micro content and there's with the video, there's a couple ways you can do it. If it's a five minute long video, you can post it onto your LinkedIn company page, have everybody else share it. You can have your employees, sales and marketing people post it on their own, on their own page as a post. They, it will basically just be a link. They click the link and then it opens up YouTube. Or you could take that video and upload it into LinkedIn. So it's the same piece of content, but using it in two different ways. Company page posts it or you post it and people click, opens up YouTube on their phone or their computer to watch it, or you upload it into LinkedIn. That's when videos can autoplay or if you click it, it just plays within LinkedIn. That's a tactic where we're constantly testing it back and forth. How many, how many views and watch time and, po and likes and things like that, engagement basically, do we get on this post that was a YouTube link for our client versus this one was a native upload? When you get into the micro content videos, those are not hosted on YouTube. You just upload them into LinkedIn and you add subtitles to it. And it's extremely easy and fast to do. But that's where you can take a piece of content, chop it into multiple things, and spread it out. You don't want to just post it every single day. You want to spread it out. So the most active days on LinkedIn for social are Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Between there's a, there's a spot in the morning, a spot in the afternoon, and a spot in the early evening where those are the most active. So we post our clients' video content or articles on either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, depending on who it is. Those are when you want to post that stuff. You do not want to post a video at three o'clock on a Friday and hope that you get a lot of engagement or 9 a.m. on a Monday, you're not going to get as much engagement as you would at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. So, and that's always changing. There's plenty of people out there. If you Google search best times to post things, there's plenty of resources that have done the studies. That's basically what we use. And with the tools that we have, it tells us that. But the going back to the roadblock is you're not stuck. Okay. 
you are just like everybody else. You started maybe creating content and you got stuck and you ran out of ideas. You can look at competitors for idea topics. You can look at industry articles and what are people talking about. That roadblock is easy to overcome and once you start doing it, it becomes this massive snowball going down the hill and it's extremely powerful. And now you have this whole content library that you can show to people and that's all about getting your brand out there. Go through those steps that I've laid out and start creating it now. You don't want to perfect anything. Do not be a perfectionist because anybody that's a perfectionist is never going to produce a piece of content and publish it because they're always constantly worried that it's not good enough. Now, this new studio that we have here in Austin, is it perfect? No. I waited and waited and I was procrastinating and weeks and weeks and said, I need to get this first, I need to get that first, make sure that all these things are in place. But there's things that aren't finished in the studio. And it came down to, I have to produce content. It's been long enough since I produced content. I have to just do it. Will they get better? Yes. Will this backdrop possibly change? Yes. Will the audio be a little bit cleaner with some sound dampening? Yes but I'm at least putting myself out there and putting the piece of content. And that's what you have to do the same thing. You don't have to go super fancy. You don't have to have the types of equipment that we have because we do this at scale for companies and travel and we need to have all of this equipment. You can do it with your phone and a lapel microphone. You can do it with your phone and without it. You can just shoot the content. It's all about creating it. And, and a lot of times people underestimate the knowledge that you have in your brain for the things that you take for granted that other people have no idea about. There's so many things that you know that other people don't know, but you think everybody knows that. Why would I want to create a video about that? That's, that just goes without saying that that's common knowledge, but it's really not. A lot of times you'd be surprised that common knowledge that you think you have is actually not so common. So it's worth sharing. From a corporate standpoint, you need to just take these steps that I've outlined and start producing content because once you get this thing going, it's going to be massive. And you can, you can then, once you create the content, chop it up in other pieces, then you're looking at distribution, using it on LinkedIn and on social. You can email those videos out. You can create a video talking specifically about a service that you guys do or a product or the ins and outs or something. You can put that on your website, put it behind a gated uh, piece of content where they have, or put it behind a gate where they have to submit their email first, and then they can get that piece of content. You email it to them. Everything's private and blocked until then. So you're trying to get something in return for you producing this piece of content, just like what people do with white papers and case studies and things like that. In the industrial world, a lot of times case studies, white papers, willing to give them, but give me your email address first. So I get something in return, then I'll email this to you. You can do that as well. But the possibilities are endless once you get over the hump of hitting that roadblock, going around it, go over it, go through it, whatever you have to do. But content is king. I've been saying it for two and a half, three years. I'm gonna to continue to say it. It's all about creating a piece of content. This 15 minute long piece of content will be chopped up. It will be transcribed. It will be created into four, five, six different things. It will be posted on multiple platforms. It will be sent multiple ways. And once you're doing this on a weekly basis, it starts to multiply very quickly. 
And in, in your world of industrial, it's all about who is the noisiest. I can guarantee that most people in your space are not producing content on a regular basis. And if you're here so far and you've listened and watched this long, you know that this is important. And I bet that your competition is not doing it. And it's not even necessarily the first mover's advantage. Maybe they did it two years ago and stopped. It's all about consistency. I haven't been as consistent with my content. I've hit roadblocks, whether they're personal roadblocks, business roadblocks, time roadblocks, all these excuses, they're just excuses. At the end of the day, make the content, it will be worth it, and I guarantee you that you will have a huge success and a huge outcome with brand awareness, opportunities, revenue growth, and you'll be seen as a leader in your space. Two, three years ago, I didn't have any content. Nobody knew me. Now we've got subscribers, we've got a podcast, we've got people that are dedicated to where's that piece of content, Kyle, on a weekly basis, and they ask us what's going to be next. That's what it's all about. you got to create it to be seen as the leader in your space. So hopefully you got some value out of this piece of content, and I don't even know how many times I said content in this episode, maybe 114. Please share with one person that you know be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast, hit that subscribe, turn on notifications, download the episodes, do all that stuff to be notified. We're producing content every single week. It is not going to stop. Dedicated studio now. So I have to use this space and we have to get our money's worth within this office. We've taken a significant chunk of our square footage in the office and dedicated to just the studio for the, for this content. So that's it for now. And I will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.